Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Best thing to try to do is move in excellence off rip. Exactly. If you're working with these millionaires, they got millionaire friends. You exactly. feel me? The more you get into the room, the more they see you, the more they're going to remember you. How many relationships all of us have built by just showing up? Definitely get in the room. They know, like, they'll tell me when they see me. I don't have an event yet, but I know when I need something made or when I need a dress made, I'm coming to you. Hey, what's good? What's goody? How y'all what's doing? Goody what's up, goody? GP? What is up? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, how y'all feeling? Like, how's love? It's the back, like we had. Life a- is good. Life is good. How's love? Good. Life is good. I love Life y'all. Life is good. I love y'all too. Y'all, no, my, for y'all my dogs for real. Definitely. Yeah, man. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. It's just it's so kickling and cackling. <laughs> kickling and cackling is crazy. Hey, we make up new words on this podcast. So like, kickling nah. and cackling. But let's get into it. What we talking about today? We got a little lesson or whatever. A little lesson, something like yeah. you know, we be real modest. I'm not gonna For lie. For sure. With what we do as individuals, we're very modest with mm-hmm. definitely what we, we having going on. We do. So we be out here. Yeah, we be outside. We'll be outside. Not outside like that, but we be outside. Not that way, but like... Yeah, way. feel me? Trey be outside like that. Yeah, Trey be outside. I'm playing, I'm playing. <laughs> but anyway... Why so quick? I need to... <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> You're the dust. Is how that goes. <laughs> anyway, so we be modest. And so we want to talk about some lessons and whatnot. Yeah, we're going to talk about... How y'all can get some millionaire clients and work with some millionaires. Because yeah. um, we do it. We really don't be talking about it for real, but we do. And I feel like we've all learned some stuff in our journey sure. and experienced some things, some lessons that we can help y'all. Y'all could overcome them. You know, you know, it don't have to be a roadblock for yeah. y'all or a lesson y'all learn. It could just help y'all just go right past that roadblock. For sure. Yeah, for sure. That way there's no confusion. You know, we all pretty much been doing this for a minute like i've been doing it since i was a kid just being in the creative space yep. yeah um and then in high school that's when i officially like started identifying what i want to be in alignment with and so yeah. yeah i think for me i've been having millionaire clients since like 2021 for real mm-hmm. um yeah it's like 2021 like yeah. i of course i had like uh clients before then but i mainly did prom dresses so i was working with majority high schoolers for sure so yeah 2021 is re- really when i like mm-hmm. opened that part of my business i yeah. started getting more into that space but it's cool i feel like my i, I get paid what i want to get paid working with and when I, when I say millionaire clients for me so 
I have like celebrity clients who are also millionaires, but those aren't the people that I'm talking about in this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I say millionaire clients, I'm referring to entrepreneurs. Right. So those are the people who I really enjoy working with because I feel like I could give them a price and they're going to pay it. They're not like, now if you would maybe like, oh, let me get a discount. But for the most part, <laughs> for the most part, I, I don't run into issues with them like paying my price. For sure. Um, and they'll still tag you even if they pay the price. So mm-hmm. just things like that. Yeah. Um, so what's the first tip that you would say, you know, in order to work with a millionaire client and yeah. be intentional about when doing so? So I'll say the first thing, if you want to have, if you want to work with a millionaire client, be good at something like mm-hmm. don't just like just have like a little side gig or this hobby that you do or right. and even if that is what you do okay cool but I feel like for us like we have a skill set that we specialize in a mm-hmm. skill set that we've been working on that we've mastered and I feel like if you want to have a skill set you want to master I mean if you want to um, work with a millionaire client master a skill set because not only will mastering a skill set help you work with a millionaire client it'll help um you know it'll build a relationship with them so when you work with them it's like okay this person's work is good and they're gonna come keep coming back to you sure so master something and learning a skill set it's there's so many resources out here Mm -hmm. you got tiktok instagram twitter threads YouTube, there's people that have courses, there's people that have masterminds, and there's networking events, and there's books, and it's just, there's blogs, chat GPT, it's so many resources out here, but what you have to do is just spend time, at least like 30 minutes a day, this is something I dedicate, that I'm doing right now in this season for me learning another skill set, Right. And even if it's just 30 minutes a day, learning a new skill set for 30 minutes a day, every day. That 30 minutes a day, you being intentional on focusing on growing a skill set can take you so much further than somebody that wants to learn it here and there. And then um, it'll also help you really dig deep into what you're learning. Right. Um, But you have to take intentional time to learn it and then delegate it to people. DM people on Instagram, you know, um, I do this. Do you need help with this? And, you know, uh, pitch it to them. For the brand, bro. Already stand on For the brand, bro. Yeah, for yes. sure. And I like what you said about just pretty much really mastering your skill set. So mm-hmm. what was your skill set that you mastered? So my my skill set is editing and that like the whole content space but specifically editing since I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um I used to just edit videos and just experimenting with different editing apps. Right. Um but for me it's specifically editing. It was funny is my very first client was David Shands. Right. Um and Come on big dog. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. My very first client was David Shands and um at the time, I knew how to edit on my phone. Yeah. But what happened was when I got brought brought on to David's team, the app I was editing on didn't really meet his expectations. Right. So I had to pivot quickly. And so when he was telling me, you know, the quality could be better, I'm like, okay, I can't just edit on my phone. I got to learn something else. So I went straight to Premiere. Mm-hmm. And so, and I started learning on Premiere, like, within... Premiere on your laptop? Yeah. Okay. Um, and I was up all night trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's what you have to do. Sometimes you're gonna have to like sacrifice sleep to learn it, but it ended up helping me because if I would have just been like, well, this is all I got. 
knowing I got a computer, knowing I have, like, all right, let me yeah, find somebody else. Exactly. So if I would have just said, yeah, well, I don't edit on anything else, then he, that's a client I would have lost. Yeah. So if with the skill set you have, you're presenting it to somebody and they say, could you tweak it this way, tweak it that way? Just learn it. Like that's just, uh, that'll, if anything, that's just expanding what you know already. Yes. Yeah, for sure. And I want to add to that too, mm-hmm. uh, just the importance of like being good at whatever that thing is. Mm-hmm. If these people are paying you thousands of dollars or if they're, whether you have them on retainer or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be, you want to be good at what you do because I feel like in in general in business your name is everything, mm-hmm. but if you want to work with have a, a large clientele of like different millionaire clients, different uh, entrepreneurs and things like that, you want to make sure you're doing everything well, doing everything with the spirit of excellence. Because once you mess up, like yeah. or and yes. oh, that's actually something I wanted to touch on too. I was, like, okay, 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 so. <laughs> I was going to say something that actually I feel like benefits us, Mm -hmm. though, because of our age. Yeah. If we mess up, I do feel like they will be more lenient because they really rock with us. Mm -hmm. But this is not us telling you go mess up on a bunch of people's stuff. Because stuff will happen. Yeah. If anything, I will say that being that you're hearing this now, the best thing to try to do is move in excellence off rip. Exactly. There we go. Set that standard of you know, this is whoever your name is and this is what he does, this is what she does and they do it at a high level because if you're working with these millionaires, they got millionaire friends, you exactly. feel me? So you want them to refer you and talk about you and different things like that. Um, mm-hmm. So do you want to go into the, you mind if I go oh, into yeah. the next one? Well, you could do your point then I'll do mine. Okay, cool. So the next one would be like connecting with the community. So as uh, Yanni mentioned about like just DMing people and stuff, sometimes it won't always be you can get directly to the person. Thankfully, there's times where, you know, the influencer or the entrepreneur, I'm going to focus on the entrepreneur, not the influencer, but the entrepreneur, the business savvy person, the business minded person, they're looking for people to further contribute and build the impact to their dream. They have multiple things that they're focusing on. And so they need you to fill the gaps within their business based on your expertise and your skill. Um, and so connecting with the community really is a benefit. Um, I also work with David Shands. And so I provide him graphics and I've done like just different, a whole different stuff in those categories. So from graphics to event branding and different things of that nature. Sometimes like remember when you first started, he had us like both doing the clips yeah. like together while you was figuring out Premiere. So like just different things like that. And the more value that you add, the more that they're willing to pay you. Um and I like what yeah. Jada said about having retainer rates. So off rip, rather than working with a bunch of different clients, work with, you know, set a standard of how many people want to work with. You can work with at least a good six clients, which is something that we talked about and go get a development. Like for me, you can work with at least six clients and have them pay you from 15,000 to 2,500. And I said 15,000, 1,500 to 2,500. And they can, you know, you can focus on those clients and be as creative as you want. You don't want to get burnt out. Um, and when you connect with the community, you're being intentional with telling them exactly the result that you will be able to get them. That's really all business is. It's like finding how to fix a problem and get to the solution of the problem. Um, and that's what I pretty much learned in business. And when you tap in with the community, you're more than likely to get directly to the person because they're well connected with this person. Um, and the last thing I'll say about just connecting with the community is like, when I first, you know, was reaching out to 
different clients. Dave was somebody that was on my list um, as I got to know him more. And it was literally 23 hours before he uh, his post went away. And he said, I need a thumbnail designer in order to make my thumbnails. And so it was 23 hours. I figured somebody probably had already found him, but I'm like, I'm going to still go get him. You yeah. feel me? I'm going to still go to shoot my shot. And so what I had did was I went ahead and looked at his following and I seen who was following him and who also followed me. Um, and this way, I'm able to get to them in their DMs quicker. And then I can get to them and they can get to the person that I'm trying to connect with. Um, and shout out to the person that did that for me because... I would say that really changed my life for real because meeting Dave was one of the best things I could have ever did. Um, you know, he's put me in many positions and predicaments where I can grow and elevate and definitely gave me grace for the times that I've messed up and didn't realize, you know, the opportunity that I have. When you have an opportunity to work with a millionaire, you really have to nurture it because everybody doesn't get that opportunity. Um, and yeah, that's all I'll say about just building a community right now. Yeah. Yeah. This is Grind Topics, where we talk about hot topics in today's society. Trey's going to give us a story. Let's get it. Yes. So currently right now, we're going through a crazy times where people like to post every little thing on social media. And not only do they like to post things on social media, but they like to embarrass people that have no reason to be embarrassed for. Yes. Um, so people like to pour stuff on humans and embarrass them and different things of that homeless nature. People. Homeless people. Ho ho <laughs> <laughs> homeless people. You feel me? And it's just crazy to me the fact that you really like in your right mind you have the audacity to even do that. Um, like homeless people they go through their own stuff and for you to add that on top of what they're going through it's like Bro, come on. It's not yeah. really funny. It's, I don't get a exactly. kick out of it. So I don't Bro. know if y'all have seen it, but it's this clip going around on social media and people are actually talking about it. Lil Reese and his crew. Yeah, his crew uh, yeah, laughing, his crew, pouring stuff. Yeah, they poured water on a homeless man. But then I don't know if y'all seen, he he came, he eventually apologized. That's and he said that was fake. Y'all seen, seen it? Yeah. So he, he yeah. ended up coming out with an apology and he said that like twice a month he was going to give money to the homeless, but... I'm not going to lie. That's crazy. People it, it only apologize because they got caught. Exactly. Yeah. Because if you were really sorry, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have ever did it. Right. He posted a video of him walking around handing homeless people money. You still hurt a specific person. So you going around giving money to all these other homeless people, that doesn't change the fact that you embarrassed that man, yeah. that you treated That's that sad. man. Like, you need to go find That's that sad. person and apologize to For them. Sure. When you do something wrong to someone... You apologize to that person. Get that man a house. And the homeless like, man even said it himself. Like, come on, it's not like that's not cool. Even like yeah. him himself, he should. I feel as though you should have common sense. He literally almost died on camera and pooped himself. Reese? Yeah, he almost died on camera and pooped himself when like when that happened. And so it's like if you were to near death close experience and it was recorded mm -hmm. of you pooping on yourself and you know, almost dying. You have that same perspective for somebody Yeah, else. it's kind of like, what in your right mind would make you think that was even funny to post? Yeah. And I, as I said, you only apologize because you got caught. If you didn't get yeah. caught, you would have, exactly. you and your friends would have did it and it would have been no problem. Because yeah. it's like you're, like they're looking at him like he's like an animal or something. Yeah, like, like he's he's a human being. Exactly. You're pouring water on him, and it's like you you would almost want to have more grace because he doesn't have a house. You For know? sure. Yes. Yeah, Bring him shelter. some food. Ask him. Yeah. You know, you good? Do you need something? What can I contribute? And even if you don't 
want to do that leave him alone like let him be yeah. in his own space figure it's, out his own thing it's like literally putting yourself above another yeah, human exactly. being but sure. we're all the same we're, all, the we're same. all equal and then even there was a thing with uh the one guy uh ti's son this oh, yeah. one so there was like mixed opinions on this one basically some people were saying that uh he tried to pay a homeless man 50 dollars to eat the chip, chip. And some people thought it was crazy, especially since the thing just came out about that one kid dying from eating the chip. Mm -hmm. And so some people were like, you know, that's crazy. Like, why are you doing that to him? Like, and he you're basically doing this to him for like a little bit of money. But then some people like, well, people eat the chip for free. So what's wrong with him paying somebody $50 to do it? But my perspective was just you're trying to do it for amusement. It's like I want to see. I want to, yeah, I want to, exactly. I want to see you like be not in pain, but you know, all the stuff that you feel when eating a hot chip thing or whatever. Like, I want to see you like sweating and crying or whatever. It's like, it's like that homeless man, like, he don't know the intensity of the chip. Like, so he's probably thinking, you know, it's like a talkie or something. You pay me to talk to you, I can do that. But no, like, us, we know the intensity of chip because we've seen people are, a person died from it. Exactly. YouTube videos, people are crashing out after eating it mm -hmm. and it's like he does he doesn't know as a homeless man he's thinking oh you know this is money you know but i feel like you should know like he don't he might not have nothing in his stomach and you're giving him that hot mm. chip you know right that's who yeah for sure and even like it's just different because doing things out of amusement for the fun of it from others is it really doesn't make sense to me, especially if it's somebody homeless. Like when I see homeless people, I have grace for them. I give them respect and like, you know, just tell them like, keep keep doing your thing. Keep them like stay in a exactly. high level. They already going through their own yeah, mental exactly. challenges. And for you to add on top of that, like, it's not cool. For I don't find that funny at all. It's crazy. Yeah. And you never know who that could be like. You could Terica be in the same position. was homeless. If y'all don't know Terica, Terica, Terica Lynn Smith, she was homeless. Mm -hmm. uh, Tyler Perry, he was homeless. These are people who are like millionaires now. Is Tyler Perry a billionaire? Probably. I'm not sure yet. I don't know. He up there. But yeah. it's like those ET, are those. He was down bad. Exactly. Yeah. So these people who are once homeless are now really successful. You never know who that homeless person might become. So it's right. like treat everybody with the same respect just because they're sure. down. We all live the same 24 hours. We all bleed the same, cry the same, all that. So Walk we all going to exactly. Yes. We all going to be ground. going the same ground. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And God, we're all going to have to face the same God. And God going to ask, "Why did you do that?" Yes. Right. That, that's my child too. I'm saying so. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, anybody that you see, make sure that you give grace to them. Um, you encourage them when you see them. Don't treat them as if they're less than. They're just as capable as you are. And you know, just contribute in a positive way in yeah. that you, any way that you can don't you know tear people down and i want to say this real sure. quick i'm not gonna lie when i was younger i never was the type to like do weird stuff to homeless people but if i saw like a crackhead or something dancing you know i would record or something like that mm -hmm. yeah. but now my mindset has changed like yeah you know that's not cool you need to have more grease for people i mean yeah. crackheads do be funny i'm not gonna lie they yeah. do so yeah. i might laugh but i won't record yeah. they like, doing something the funny I used to do, like record and like yeah you know it's yeah. just i come from a different perspective like. now i feel like that's growth. But everybody has their pivotal moments. But I'm hopefully like they actually learn from what happened. Not nah, for sure. for sure. So yeah, let us know. Um, let us know what y'all think. Uh, if you saw the videos and then yeah we'll get back to the episode hey y'all what's up i know you're enjoying the episode but real quick we wanted to take a second to talk to y'all hey pull out your phones right now and text the word gp crew to the number down below let's get it 
Go do that right now. You're going to get updates about new drops, events, and so much more. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Now let me get back behind the camera. Let's get it. I do want to say something about nurturing the relationship. Um, it's not my a point, but y'all have made me think about it. Yeah. And then I'll say my point. But I'll say, so for me, I one relationship I've done like really well with nurturing is with a biz lawyer, Rose, uh, Rosina. Uh, Rosina. Mm-hmm. Um, she looks at me like a daughter almost now. Yeah. And so even it'll... We've gotten so close to where now, uh, I remember she had an event or it was a party at Neo's house or something. And she was like, oh, I thought to call you like, you want to come with me? Wow. Like stuff yeah. like that. That way you could come, uh, you know, take pictures of me, but also you could be there in the environment. Yeah. And so it's just like when you build those relationships with these people, then uh, like a genuine relationship. Not, yeah, yeah. A genuine yeah, relationship. Sure. I feel like... Um, that will also open more doors for yeah. you. Even if you just think about the fact that uh, we all built re- a relationship with David, yeah. which is what allowed us to even be on this podcast. Right. And, and we so, built it in different ways. Exactly. Yeah. Literally. How did you build yours? Uh, so I built my relationship through Dave, uh, with David through uh, the morning meetup. So honestly, just by taking advantage of being able to come up here and mm-hmm. watch the live yeah. studio recordings. And I started... Uh, getting to know him like around 2020. Yeah, you and were showing up consistently. Literally. That's, that's what I was going to say. I feel like to nurture, and I don't touch on it just a little bit. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, touch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to nurture the relationship, if once you do start working with a millionaire client, you see they have a birthday. Okay, text mm. them happy birthday. Mm-hmm. You, you know they're a mother. Text them happy Mother's Day. If you know... You Go know to their kids' I'm, birthday party. Yeah. We went to David's yeah, exactly. birthday party. They, yeah, we went to David's... Um, um, Daughter's daughter's birthday birthday party. party. Yeah, exactly. So if you know that there's things coming up that relates to them or that they're that they're going to be at, if you know that they have a pop up shop, go to the pop up shop and just show face, you know, show that you're support supporting them. If if you're if you were working with a clothing brand and they have, you know, I'm saying buy a shirt when you go around them, you know, where is that? It shows that you're not just Mm -hmm. here to take, take, take like they're already millionaires. They already have too many people that want advice and tips for this and this and this that's already taken from them mm-hmm. so just be that one person that's adding to them yeah. you know showing support showing that you genuinely like them as a person not just for what they do pouring yes, into their emotional sure. bank account yeah and exactly that's actually i okay so i met dave on instagram <laughs> yeah but the way that i met him in person was he had a content creators boot camp and i paid for vip it was four thousand yeah. dollars but i paid for it paid for my flight came here and he was like why'd you pay for a ticket and you're on the team yeah. Yeah. but i wasn't looking for oh ticket. just give me a free ticket or yeah. let me get in for free and i do that with everybody i don't just oh i work with you so now i expect you to do something for me i expect you to you know let me in this event for free and different things like that but if they do i, I provide that opportunity and you get to save like, a little bread yeah i'm not denying <laughs> it now but <laughs> If they do provide that opportunity, then go ahead. But, you know, off rip, it, that wasn't my expectation for real. Yep. Nah, yeah. for sure. Um, y'all make good points. <laughs> She's like, I want to add, but we got to move yeah. on. <laughs> and so my first point, I would say, is one way that you can start working with uh, these millionaire clients is by offering something for free to mm-hmm. one or two, however many you want to do. But uh, doing offering your services for free to one person and that experience goes really well. Mm-hmm. Now you're in that circle and they're going to recommend you to other people. So for me, 
I offered to do a, a dress for Donnie for free for her birthday, and she really loved it. And that went on to her recommending me the Skittles. Yeah. Then it, it's like it just spread from there. And so I would say, I know sometimes we hear, and we've talked about it on the episode as far as like doing stuff for free for people who have money, but it honestly just depends on how beneficial it could be for you because I feel like yeah. wealthy people work off of referrals. And so you could post like all the ads that you want on Instagram, but if they don't know anybody in their circle that's worked with you, then they're gonna, they may be like, eh, I don't know. Like they have to hear about it from somebody yeah. else. And so that's something that I think worked really well for me. Uh, it's just by offering my services for free one time. And after that, I just became a recommendation yeah. to other people. Now I have a question when you offer that service, cause I haven't done this, mm -hmm. but when you offer that service for free, are you saying upfront the next project that we potentially do do you happen to, like, are you saying, like, oh, you're going to pay? That's a good like, point. Because I never even said that to Donnie before. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay, so have you done it with any other clients where that was said moving forward? Or is it just, like, it just so I'll, So I feel like I've only done stuff for free for celebrities. I've mm -hmm. gotten paid by celebrities as well, but... Yeah. Donnie was the only, like, I don't want to call her a non-celebrity, but, like, you yeah, know, she, because Donnie is still that girl. But yeah. as far as, like, you know, she's the entrepreneur, then you have the people that yeah. be, like, singers and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, so in this entrepreneur space, I, Donnie is, like, the only person I think I've done something for free for. Mm. Um, but she gave you a froze to Exactly, yeah. exactly. But with celebrities... I run into more people who want stuff for free. It's a tricky game with celebrities. Exactly. Celebrities and influencers is a real tricky Definitely, game. Definitely. Exactly. So it's like half and half with celebrities. Like mm -hmm. some pay me full price. Some may pay partial price. Some just want stuff completely for free. For sure. And so it's definitely hard, like with the ones that you do stuff for free, uh, when it comes to celebrities, to get them to start seeing like oh i should pay you right because i'm thinking like the people who i have done stuff for free have they actually contributed yeah ever way? ended up paying for stuff but um hmm, i have to think about that yeah I, I feel like i don't i don't think i don't see it to be a bad thing if you set the standard at in the beginning yeah yeah because i'm for one of my clients um I was working, I did some work for free, but it was a standard that, okay, you know, if your work is good, then I'll pay you, you yeah, know? Yeah. So sure. I, I don't see it as a bad thing. And then it's like, if you don't set that standard, then you're going to run into that problem exactly. of them just thinking, oh, I can just go to go yeah, ask them. for sure. Or I can just pay them later. It's like a, a low bar set. Yeah, I've yeah. even, uh, so now that's reminded me of, I've even provided sample designs. So I'll do a design, show you how it looks, and then either you'll pay for that design. Um, I can't, I don't recall like ever, you know, just providing something for free, but I have done it in that way mm -hmm. where it's like, okay, I'll do the work before getting the, receiving a payment. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you provide me the uh, payment, but that is a good question. Um, figuring out how to well, identify that. Well, technically. That's doing it for free? No, you have done something for free. I'm not going to say the name. Who? Well, no, no, don't say who. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to say who. <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> I'm not going to say their name. What was it? Don't throw too many hits. Now. Yeah. <laughs> um, Write it down. The, oh. <laughs> what were you going to, what's your uh, next point? My. Oh, okay, 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 oh. okay, okay. And yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. technically you did stuff yeah. for free then, mm -hmm. but do you feel like it ended up being mm -hmm. beneficial? Because didn't mm -hmm. you start off doing stuff for That's free with crazy. them? 
so I no, I didn't start off doing stuff for free. I got paid, but then over time it was like, oh, we'll we'll pay you, we'll pay you. You know? Oh, and then it, okay, it okay, okay. Got just, you. Like, okay, so it's uh, different. Then. So it's it's it wasn't like different. you did stuff for free to get in the door. Yeah, it started off being paid. Yeah, and it started off. Paying. Yeah, yeah. It's just like you just weren't sending the money. <laughs> you just weren't sending the money. Okay, <laughs> okay, got you. <laughs> but yeah, so I haven't really like officially like oh off rip, and it's tricky with those influencers and you know mm-hmm. celebrities because it can be like all right, you know. If they, especially, you know, just local celebrities where they DM mm-hmm. you off rip and they're like, yo, I'll give you a shout out if you do this. It's like, nah, we're not. Yeah, them shout outs, bro. And, and the Y'all shout out has to make that. sense, though. Like yeah. if somebody's a so in my lane, if they're a content creator, if your target audience is little kids, it kind of doesn't resonate I agree. with my business yeah. mm-hmm. because so they don't have the, you know, they have to ask their parents to pay. Um, and unless they're serious about it, their parents isn't looking to invest no, no money into somebody on the Internet. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that that's pretty much how that goes. Like you have to be intentional about who you're doing a shout out for. Mm-hmm. I've done that like once or twice. And then after that, it was kind of like, you know, you got to be very influencer very marketing careful. is like a. Like you have to make sure, okay, this person that's gonna shout me out or that I'm giving something to free to, because sometimes I give my clothes to to free. Yeah. I give my clothes for free to influencers and stuff like that sometimes. But you have to make sure because I've had experiences where they did it and it didn't go well, yeah. or they didn't post it or stuff like that. So really do your research because mm-hmm. even sometimes them influencers be paying for their likes and views and stuff like yeah. that too. So you have to really look you gotta through. read through the comments. Yeah. You have to look at their likes. Is, are these real people? Or are these Who pages that look like bots? Yeah, um, exactly. You know all of that stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, what's the next point? So that you have? my next point is don't fan out. It's a difference. I know previously I said show support and yes, you want to show genuine support, but don't fan it. Like um, I'll give an example. Well, I know there's. Um, <sighs> I know in one of the episodes with David and Donnie, mm-hmm. Donnie was talking about how she had like a therapist or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. And the therapist posted her or something like I that. Remember. But it's like certain things like that. Like if you start working with a client, don't just, oh my gosh, like, um, you know, it's like weird. It's yeah. like a game kind of. It's a, like thin, a thin line. line. Yeah, it's a very thin line um, when you start working with a millionaire client or stuff like that. Um, but Especially like just, when they have a. A big platform. Yeah, exactly. You don't like, want to be like, oh my god. Or when you've been right. watching them for years, because all like a lot of the people that I've watched on YouTube and watch um, in the entertainment yeah. field, I now work with them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I can like, oh my god, but I never, I never do. Um, yeah. The most I'll do is like, yo, I've been watching you since I yeah, was a kid. Genuine like, support. I really mm-hmm. rock with what you're doing. You inspire me to, you know, chase my dreams. That's right. the most I've done, but not like fanning out. I feel as though fanning out. And that's the game that was played with that person because mm. it was a thin line of like, all right, I really do am a, like I support you, but at the same time, like we gotta we're we're working mm-hmm. together now. It's not just I'm a fan. You feel me? Yeah. Um, so yeah. So and it especially plays like if you are a therapist or you know you're there. I don't know. It's certain things that you just don't post about a client. Yeah. Because that's their business, you know. Um, even if you were to like, if you were a videographer and you're there in their space and just, mm. you know, you're telling their business and stuff like that. It's like specific things like that, that you just don't really do. Maybe a way of fanning out, maybe a way of fanning out would be, 
um, as you said, because you sparked a uh, thought when you said like a photographer or a videographer, mm-hmm. not posting their stuff before they get a chance yeah, to post it. Right, you feel exactly, me? That's a way yeah. of finding out because like too excited. You, you yeah. too excited if you get it behind the scenes of something like for me editing a YouTube video and showing like clips of the video, or if you're a photographer showing pictures that they didn't even approve of, you know going up and being made shown to the public like allow them to post what they want first from your services and then you can go ahead and reshare if they mm-hmm. have no problem with it um for the most part right and y'all y'all will even notice when you start working with some millionaire clients like you'll they'll have give you an nda or something like that yeah. just saying like you know you can't really tell my business or mm-hmm. there's like certain mm-hmm. things that you can't do with them mm-hmm. and just make sure you follow that because yeah you yeah. don't want to get no suit exactly. out here you we feel me <laughs> yeah okay so the next one for me would be uh use word of mouth so for the last two or three years i have ran my because i started my graphic design business in 2020 um mm-hmm. i was originally a content creator on youtube took a break from that and now i'm ba- getting back on track with that um creating content for youtube and different things of that nature but for those three two to three years my business was literally running from word of mouth i didn't have to do much marketing because i started working with people like queen naja clarence nyc the frost and like just all of these people became a unit in like knowing my name and knowing my business name and just showing genuine support as well. Um, mm-hmm. Just off the simple fact of the skill set, when you master the skill set, doors will open for you without you even having to do anything. Like your names will be in rooms that you aren't even in. Um, and so, yeah, word of mouth has really ran my business for the last couple of years because it'll be, you know, if millionaires have millionaire friends and I'm going to keep emphasizing that because if if you're working with a millionaire nine times out of ten you can work with more millionaires because they have that circle they have those people around them they're not just around anybody you feel me um and so you have to use the word of mouth to good use um and like Jada said about just keeping your image clean making sure that you know if you make a mistake own up to it don't you know lie about it or make like try to twist this yeah like try to cover Mm -hmm. it up and different things like that um if there's something that is this is one thing that uh Corey taught me from support black colleges is like if you see if you're running a business and you're on instagram and different things of that nature and you're getting comments of like hey i didn't receive my stuff or you know different things of i didn't receive my order different things of that nature you have to respond to them or like you know fix that in the comments because people are watching that on your page are you responding to people are you letting it be known are you going back to people and making sure that they receive their stuff or making sure that they receive a refund uh one thing that dave has really taught me is like even if you provided the service and they have you know gotten what you provided but they don't feel as though the experience is well i've seen him like give people a refund even Mm -hmm. after not like even after he's provided everything for them um and even in my case like if somebody wasn't happy with their experience but you know i'm i'm halfway done with the project or something or they mm-hmm. they want a refund i'll give them a percentage and i let that be known in the beginning um that if it's something on my end then you know we can go ahead and give you a refund i'm never going to hold on to your money cuz i don't want you to go and say like oh he didn't give me my money he's, he's a scammer, scammer different yeah. things of that nature um and so yeah like you have to make sure that you keep your image um, well maintained, and if you do make mistakes, just really own up to it for real. I think that yeah. that reminds me of just having integrity. Yeah, like integrity. If you're working with clients, you want to have integrity. Own up to, like you said, what yeah. you do, um, because that builds trust. Like, if you make a mistake with a with a client, 
Like, they're going to trust you so much more if you just said, I'm sorry, like, I really dropped the ball. Rather you just say, well, you know, try to make excuses and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, sure. and even, like, what y'all made me think of is coming with a solution. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been times where, say, like, a fabric doesn't work. Like, it doesn't work how I was expecting it to work. So I'm like, dang, I have to come up with a, a new way to Im- change this design or something like before I even go to the client with the problem like oh this fabric doesn't work for the dress anymore Mm -hmm. I'm already thinking okay what's the solutions what else am I about to about to present to them because you don't I feel like typically Mm -hmm. when my clients are coming to me it's for some type of event or something big that they're planning that that's why they came for a dress Mm -hmm. and so if they already have this big thing that they're planning they already have a bunch of stuff going on you don't want to just add a problem to like whatever stress they may already have mm. so definitely like come in with That's a solution so for sure. um but for my last point i think uh i really got two things i kind of want to say actually we'll know one because the other one kind of goes into what we just said which i feel like kind of aligns with like customer service like having good customer yeah. service is super important but my last point as far as like being able to start working with these millionaire clients is definitely get in the room. And Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about it always has to be the really private rooms that are hard Mm -hmm. to get into, but I've built, um, I want, I don't know if you can say a good relationship. Okay. So they're like a, a like a list of women who I know that every time I go to an event, I'm going to go and talk to them Mm -hmm. because I'm trying Mm -hmm. to build relationship with them. And now it's like, they know, like, they'll tell me when they see me, I don't have an event yet, but I know when I need something made or when I need a dress made, I'm coming to you because I make sure every time I go to a networking event, every time I go to a conference, I'm going, I'm just saying, hey, how you been? Like, quick yeah. little conversation. Mm-hmm. And so I would say doing stuff like that is important, even if you're not right off the back just saying, hey, can I do this for you? I have these services, da 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 Build that rapport. So yeah. every time you see them, just go up, have a conversation. You don't have to be the one asking them for something. Right. But that, like now I have these, uh, I have a list of women who, like mm. I said, I haven't worked with yet, but they know my face. So it's right. like, they know my name. They know me. So when I see them, it's like, oh, hey, what's up? How you been? Da, 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 da. And eventually those will be clients. Yeah, Bro, that is report. so true. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have some? No, I oh. said it was building a positive report. Yes. Yeah. And that, that also goes into like, Showing genuine support and building that relationship with mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Um, because, and then what you, to add on to getting into the room, the more you get into the room, the more they see you, the more they're going to remember you. Yeah. Right. Please, y'all. You have to get into the room. Y'all don't know how many relationships all of us have built right. um, by just showing up. Because people are going to, trust me, there's a lot of people there, but if every time you go, you're going to these people that you want to have a relationship with and you're saying what's up, you're shaking their hand, you're giving them a hug, ask them, you know, if, if they're good, the more that they're going to say, I remember you from, they may not know your fate, your name, but they're going to say, I remember you from somewhere. Yeah. I remember, what do you do again? They're mm-hmm. going to remember you. It's going to be ingrained because, um, quick story. I used to see Nick and Marlon, the owner of World Envision, um, which is a clothing brand. I used to see them at a lot of networking events. Every time I, I would go, I would just go up to them, like mm-hmm. speak, you know what I'm saying? And so it got to the point where I was at um, Corey's event. He had in North Carolina 
And I saw them and I went up to them and we were just chopping it up for a bit. And then they asked me to be on their podcast. Yeah. And so I got that opportunity from building a relationship, showing face and, um, you know what I'm saying, actually being intentional with talking to them. Right. So y'all will get opportunities and stuff by showing up and speaking to these people that you want to work with. For sure. And they start to become like more and more friendly the more that they see you. Um, Definitely. And yeah, I, I really do want to touch on like customer service a little bit because that's an experience that I've had to like learn over time is really just improving customer experience and services and, you know, not straying away from the client, not leaving them in the dust of, you know, the process and the progress of their order or the status of the service that you're providing them. Because a lot of times, really, they just want to know what's going on with their stuff. Um, so even if you feel overwhelmed or you feel as though like, dang, like I'm not staying committed to my word, I'm not keeping my integrity, let them know that you need more time. Let them know that, you know, something went on in the, in the process and come with a solution in the meantime. So if you have this is a prime example. Uh, Poppy Q Quan mm -hmm. in his video where he was saying that he needed another thumbnail desire, somebody that's reliable. Mm -hmm. He was saying that there was a power outage with the person. And so for me, in my mind, I was thinking like I could have just went in the car, turned on my hotspot yeah. or something or went to like a local Starbucks mm -hmm. and different things. So find a solution in the problem that is occurring. So that way you can you know, pivot quickly and provide them a solution where they're not stressing on top of what they already have to focus on. And that builds trust because it's like, a, oh, he don't just give up when yeah. stuff happens. He's going to make a way. Yeah, for yes, sure. Yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. And then and they're going to want to keep going back Bro, to Bro, I done drove to a whole other state just for one of my clients Crazy. just to make sure they was good. Yeah. And so it's just like customer service is everything, yeah, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty yeah. much it. That's our business. six points, y'all. Yeah, those are. We hope y'all enjoyed. Make sure y'all comment below y'all favorite point. Yeah, yeah. comment Let below what you're gonna use that's really useful for you and right now in business. Hey, y'all. So we have come to the end of the episode, but before we wrap it up, we want to get into our last segment, make it make sense, where we give advice to young adults growing through life. And Trey has a question for us. Let's go. And the question is, how do you all keep faith in the waiting season? I'm finding it super hard. That's the question. That's good because I'm also in this waiting season. Are y'all? Yeah, I, I definitely am in the yeah, waiting season right now. Me too. Currently. I think for me, it's having, well, I guess having faith, but staying focused on, for me, I'll say God, honestly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For me, I know that everything's not in my hands and that if me leaning on faith is making me trust God more, which mm -hmm. means I'm expanding my faith in God more. And I've learned that when I'm in my waiting seasons, later on, I'll realize that's where I'm most grateful. Because if I was to imp be impatient and make it work on my terms or force things to work, then I would have ruined everything. And I know that when God mm -hmm. is making you wait, it's because he has something really good for you. Sure. And later on now I'm realizing like in that waiting season, God is either preparing me for that, for whatever I'm waiting for, or he's preparing the thing I'm waiting for, for me. Yes. For sure. And I'm definitely in a waiting season right now. So a very prime example in my life is I'm currently living with my family. And so I've been in a period where I'm like, really on myself like yo i'm trying to get out of here i just and it's not that i don't want to be around my family or anything of that nature it's just i always desire more for myself a full and abundant life and so i desire to have my own place have my own things and currently it's been 
a very dawning uh, fact on me, a dawning impact on me. And I have been wanting to move, but I know that God is like really showing me like, all right, just wait. You feel me? Just wait, because what I'm preparing you for is going to be greater than anything that you can imagine. And not being entitled to the things that I want, but being entitled to like God's grace, his love, all of that stuff. And having me wait in the season that I'm in, because if I can't nurture and take care of the season that I'm in, if I can't nurture cleaning up around the house in the house that I'm in right now, if I can't nurture cleaning up in that room that I'm in right now, then I can't maintain the thing that God provides me. Um, and so that's really the season that I'm in is working on moving out and really finding my own place, my own lane and having my own things and being patient during that time, because I know what's being prepared for me is greater. Yeah, I would say for me, how I keep faith during the waiting seasons, basically pulling from my wins, so my past wins, but also mm -hmm. pulling from the wins of the people in my life. So I, I, I feel like I have always had a lot of favor over my life. Even before sure. um, I got to know God, he always had his hand on my life. So there have always been just things like blessings that came through uh at one point in my life, like early in college, when I was like paying for school on my own and I didn't have money, um, I remember like getting random deposits mm -hmm. of like just a couple thousand dollars or whatever, like stuff like that. Um, or just being in need of something and it just always coming through uh, when I least expect it. Uh, even earlier this year, I had told God, I was like, God, you told me that I need to um, do this project. I need like $3,000 to start. Within a couple of days or maybe a week or so, I was blessed with like $3,000. Mm -hmm. So I have to pull from my wins, but also people uh, like around me. So with my, um, with some, uh, one of my friends, basically, I remember his mom, um, she told me how one day or when they, uh, one day they needed to get a car. She mm -hmm. said they were praying about how they needed a car so bad. And she got the whole family together and said, nobody is going to speak against like negative negatively of, uh, against us getting this car. Mm -hmm. And so she was like, literally somebody brought them a check just randomly. It was like, it was on my heart to give y'all this. Whoa. Someone brought them a check for them to go and get a car within mm -hmm. like a few days of them. Like the mom saying that, or one time, like the dad, he got cancer they said, oh, we're not going to tell nobody that he got cancer. This is staying in our family, and we're going to pray over it, and we're going to speak life into Like, we're not even going to speak life into this sickness. We're going to speak life that it's gone, it's done, he's healed. Literally within a few months of chemo, healed. Wow. And so having that, like, I have to pull from the faith of other people and also pull from my own past wins. That's how I keep faith, sure. knowing that, okay, this happened for them. This happened for other people. Like I know that I know this person's testimony and this person's faith wins and things like that. So if it could happen for them, it could definitely happen for me. Yeah. And also thinking if God did it for me before, if God has, has literally blessed me with opportunities and all these amazing things before, why wouldn't he keep doing it again? Right, for sure. Exactly. Yeah. I like, Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say real quick. Uh, y'all reminded me of an example from my, from my past. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember I was, I had moved out of my, my original home. I was like, um, mm -hmm. grew up in, I moved right. to my aunt's house and then my aunt ended up 
kicking me out and I had to move back to the house. But the house I was living in, um, it was like starting to be kind of run down because mm -hmm. it's a really old house. Mm -hmm. And so like the toilet, like I would have to turn the water on to use it. And like the roof of the, the back was like falling off. And I just really didn't like, you know, yeah. living there because yeah. the aesthetics was just, it made me feel uncomfortable, you yeah. know? And so when I moved back to the house, like the, the room was just all beat up because everything was all moved out, you know? Yeah. And so mm -hmm. when I ended up moving back into that room, I was feeling so discouraged because I really thought that I was like, you know, get it somewhere, moving to, to my aunt's house. Yeah. And I said, no, like I'm believing that God is going to give me a house in Atlanta. I For said, sure. yeah. God is going, I don't know where it's going to be, what's going to happen, but it's going to be in Atlanta. And I remember I sold a seed into somebody and I said, Lord, I don't have enough to buy a whole house for Atlanta, but this is a seed and I'm praying that you plant this in a house that I can eventually live in in Atlanta. And now I'm here in Atlanta. Let's go. Yeah, for sure. And that reminded me of this quote of, it says, I'm not going to act like I'm graceful every minute of the hour, um, but I'm absolutely grateful even when I'm confused. I'll find the thing that I should think be thankful for. Um, and that's really something that I always do. Pulling from wins, as Jada mentioned, is just really pulling from what has... What have I been brought through up until this point? What mm -hmm. challenges have I faced where I thought I couldn't see the end of the road, but I have got through that? And so this goes back to what I said on a previous mm -hmm. episode, like your good days can outweigh your bad days. And yeah. if you put them on a scale, more than likely you've had some good days. And even if you had some bad days, you have yeah. a data and spreadsheet of that you made it through that day. You feel me? So you have to continue to strive for better and continue to, you know, surround yourself around people and just be positive. Think positively. Yes. Yeah. But this was good. Thank you guys for watching this episode. I really hope you guys enjoyed. Make sure y'all like, comment your favorite part out of this whole episode you watched. Yeah. Um, subscribe. Make sure y'all tune into our Growing Pains YouTube channel where we post challenges and vlogs and you really just get to see the full personality of us and even our guests that we bring on so go tune in there and if y'all want to ask us a question for this topic for this segment that we're doing dm us on growing pains pod on instagram and we'll answer it anonymous anonymously and yeah y'all got anything i want to say no we out yeah, we, we appreciate y'all let's get it at parker our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.